0: We pick up on 104 Kuf Dalad uh, at the Mishnah. Uh, the Mishnah says, balala, Lazar If a woman did kalitsa at night, uh, that uh, the kalitsa is valid. Uh, Rebbe Lazar said it is no good. We'll see the reason in the Gemara very shortly. Uh, but small. Uh, if she did kalitsa on the left foot, I removed the yavam's left shoe. Kalitsa Tapsula, Rebbe Lazar makshir. The khalitsa is pasul. Rebbe Lazar says it is okay. All right, so now the Gomorrah says, Lema um, Baha'i uh, Kamevkli, maybe they're arguing about uh, the following argument. Sava, Rivim, lenegaim. What uh, Rabbi Lazar says, that we compare hilchot of uh, uh, monetary uh, things, a uh, um, riv is a monetary dispute, Okay, and, um, and that really includes Chalitza, uh, uh, as well, because Kalitza, there, is, there is, there are monetary impacts when it comes to Khalitsa in terms of the Ketubah, etc. And uh, do we compare that to Nagaim? And with Nagaim, it says, By Yom Herato, on the day that he sees it. Uh, that uh, means so uh, the same way uh, that uh, um, Sarat cases can only be seen during the day, uh, so too a monetary case can only be seen during the day. Uh, that's uh, that's Rav Laza's opinion, uh, that's why he says at no, night it's no good. Umasava, the Tanakama holds, no, law and other opinion says no, we don't compare. Uh, those two cases, a monetary case, i.e. Uh, Kolitz in this instance, uh, to Nagaim uh, 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 Is that what they're arguing about? The uh, Gemara says law, not necessarily. law uh, revim No, we don't compare uh, monetary cases with uh, cases of Um It says and If you would say uh, that that would be the case, Afilu Gemaradin belala namilo. Even the completion of uh, the, uh, the DIN would not be allowed to be done at night, um, and, uh, and, uh, but we are allowed to uh, complete a monetary case at night. Uh, and uh, as long as you started it during the day, you can give the verdict uh, at night. And even uh, you could even complete the arguments and, and give the verdict at night, as long as you started during the day. So everyone agrees that that's not the case, uh, therefore, uh uh the Vahaki Bakamafu Mivligi. Uh the following is the uh um the, the story. One sec. Okay, so um uh the uh, so so uh the Hakimak Mivlib, so what are they actually uh arguing about? Uh, over here uh, the one said no, kalitsa is like the beginning of a judgment, that's Rabbi Lazar. Uh, he said kalitsa is like the beginning of a judgment uh, uh, the, the Tanakhama says no, it's like uh, uh, the conclusion of it, so therefore uh, if it's like the conclusion of a monetary uh, judgment then it can be finished off at night, so that's why he allows even at night. So Rabbi Lazar says, no, it's got to be like the beginning of a judgment, uh, and uh, it's also done it now. So this goes back, uh, really, uh, ultimately to the, to the whole question that we've had um, Uh, before, you know, exactly how we view Chalitza. Is Chalitza really the the final stage uh, of of, of a marriage, actually, Uh, and that's why you would hold that maybe it's the finishing uh, of it, uh, you know, and uh, all things like that, or is it a totally uh, separate mitzvah altogether, okay? Or is it really just the the counterpart uh, to yibum, which which happened uh, a a while ago? All right. Uh, Ravabak here, uh, of course, uh, Kotos fa rabbi akia from of of fa okay uh, that he was from avad bamok bihiri valala he went along and he did khalitza and he used a uh, this kind of slipper uh, which was not a non leather slipper he did so uh, by himself and he did it at night uh, and Amma Shmuel, Shmuel says, uh, a bit of sarcasm over here. How uh, great is this uh, guy who just uh, follows uh, this uh, individual opinion, you know, that he's, he relies on himself so much. Okay that uh, that 's that so now the question is, Mike Husher, what is the problem over here? Why you know so on the one hand, Emok Stammerton in us, uh, so we, we, that case with a slipper, uh, we have an opinion in a brighter saying that it actually uh, is is, uh, is good, okay, we have a writer, uh, that that 's taught that way, um, you know, and uh, uh, you know, even though our brata, i think that we had it yesterday uh, we, we said that. Uh, um, you couldn't do it like Atkila, so maybe Yeved, uh, it, it does work, okay, uh, that, that's the thing, so stamatana you know, I Laila, and if it was uh, that he did it at night, uh, the Mishnah actually allowed you uh, to, to, to do it at night, so he, he does have what to rely uh, with those two actions, Ela Yehidi. Um, so he says maybe he should have done it in the uh, as the as the only judge. Uh, it says the uh, that was his problem. because that is only an individual opinion. Uh, did none as we can see uh, in, a, in a in a in a little while. Uh, if you did, in front of two or three judges, and one of them is found to. Be related or some wa, ha, somehow disqualified. Um, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yochanan, Hassan Makshirin. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yochanan Hassan uh, says, say that uh, um, the, the the judge who's not related or disqualified, it, it's fine. Okay, and if there are two judges who are not related, that, that's fine. You know, Kreditz in front of of two judges acting as witnesses, as we saw. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, that, that is fine, or the day before. And there was one uh, person, uh, there was one case that uh, he did it between uh, him, and, him and her uh, in, in, in a prison. And Rabbi Akiva allowed this uh, actually to, uh, he validated it, he said it was fine to, uh, to do that. Alright, so we see that uh, uh, it could be uh, that uh, there is uh, this opinion that says even you know, by yourself it's also okay. So Rav Yosef Barim Yumi Rav Nachman, Rav said Rav said, halacha The Alaka does not go like Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yochanan hasanler. Okay, so it's, uh, that's, so we see that uh, you know Rabbi Rabbi Chaya um, was actually you know going like this individual opinion, of Rabbi Akiva, uh, but that's not. So it's going like an individual. So maybe that was why Shmuel was so upset about Raba uh, or uh, Kustafa, uh, and uh, maybe that's you know, why he disparaged him uh, so much. Uh, that's the one way of uh, resolving it. Iba Tema, another way of resolving it, says Kula Nami die." Katania, no, the whole thing uh, was based uh, on one in one person's individual opinion. Datania, I'm Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yosi, says Anir Eti at Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, he went shikhalat b'mokhiyehidi uvelaila. He used a slipper. He did it uh, by himself, and he did it at night. So uh, that seems to be just like one opinion. Uh, and, and still, that was, uh, that was obviously then why Shmuel said, you know, this guy is just relying on an individual opinion, but that is not the halakha. Okay, uh, Bismol. Uh, next part of the Mishnah said, uh, the, if you did it with the left foot, uh, we said that Kalitsa was kosher, according to the Tanakama, Rabelaza, I mean, Rabelaza, uh, it, it was invalid according to his Kama. Rabbi Lazar said it was good. So Rabbi Lazar disputes both parts of the Mishnah, uh, but in the one case um, he's more lenient, in the other case he's more strict. Uh, he says it's no good. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. He's, uh, uh, let's just see that. Um, uh yeah, yeah. So in the, ca- in the first case, he was uh, stricter, not allowed at night. And here, he seems to be more lenient. All right. So, uh, but now we, we're going to, to just examine that. Uh, it says, my time at Ravanan, what is the reason of uh, the rabbi's opinion that they, they do say that the left foot, if you use uh, the Avam's left foot, uh, it is fine. Now, obviously, we're talking about a right-handed uh, Yavam, uh, and therefore we say that his right foot is also dominant. Uh, the, whole, the whole discussion uh, what happens if you have a left-handed Yavam, uh, and it seems the, the Halakha brings uh, the Rambam uh, and, and the Shulchan Aruch, Evin Ezer, etc., come and bring, uh, that it could be that you should take uh, the right and left uh, foot off, uh, you know, left, right, right, Right shoe and the left shoe of a left handed Yavam. Okay, but that's uh, that's that. Alright, so now um, we're just going back uh, to what we do. What's um Ullah. So Ullah says uh, the reason of the rabbis, Yafinan regal regal um, mi Metzorah. You learn out uh, foot and foot uh, over here. Foot stated over here and foot talking about the Metzorah. Uh, what is that talking about? Is that you um, uh, The so, the the right foot of the mitsora um, uh, in, in his purification process. What you have to do, you have to put uh, blood uh, and and oil uh, as well uh, on his uh, right earlobe, his uh, right. Uh, thumb and his right big toe. Uh, and that, that is definitely uh, the right hand side. So we say uh, the same way with the matzora, it's the right hand side. So to here uh, it must be the right hand side. Uh, the Gomorrah says, uh, the implication though, Rabelaza, lo yalif rego rego mi mitsura. surely uh, Rabbi Laza, d- 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 but the implication is that he doesn't learn rego rego mi uh, It says, Vaitanya, we have a brighter that goes against that. Rabeliezo, man we know him uh, Rabbi Lazar says, "How do you know that when you uh, when it, when you turn a slave into a, uh, um, a nirta, uh, you, you uh, put, put you know uh, make a, a hole in his ear?" Uh, you you uh, and uh, and he serves you until the Yovel. Uh, how do you know that's done specifically with uh, on the on the right hand earlobe? Uh, it says Neimar kan ozin lahalan It says over here with an, uh, with uh, putting the slave's ear uh, and and knocking a hole uh, into the the slave's ear into the door. Uh, it, it says over there Ozen and it's talking about ozin uh, just un- Unspecified. And then it also talks about, uh, when it talks about the matzora, it talks about an Ozin as well. Uh, the same way over there with the matzora, it is his right ear. Afkan, Yamin, so to yeah it is the right ear. So surely Rabbi Lazar does learn Gezer um, Shavas from the uh, matzora. And Amrav Yitzchaka Yosef, Amrav Yochanan, Tashita. Um, he says, no, we've, we've changed it around. Uh, the, the shittot have been reversed. I.e. Rabelaza uh, says that it is no good uh, because he does learn the Gezei shava of Mitzvah to, uh, uh, to other things, and, and he learns it uh, both for the, uh, uh, the, the slave whose ear gets pierced, plus, obviously, he learns it out for keletza purposes, uh, and that's, that's what we uh, learn over there. And the rabbis uh, are... Um, uh, don't, don't uh, learn that. They don't learn that uh, uh, statement and therefore uh Rabbi Lazar is being strict in uh, both of these instances uh, um, and uh, and and therefore you know that that makes sense if you swap it around, um, you know it's it's invalid according to Rabbi Lazo, and He's being strict in both cases of the Mishnah. Um, <coughs> that's the one way of viewing it. However, Rabbi Amar Rabbi says, listen, law No, you don't have to, uh, to change the uh, attribution of those opinions uh, around. Mufne Rego Rego Lo Mufne. No, uh, you know one on the one hand you can learn Ozen. Um, and Ozen from the um from the Mitsurah to the 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 slave. Uh and and uh, it says it's open. Uh you know it, it's mentioned um, t- twice uh, the word "ozen" uh, when it when it comes, it, it talks about twice about doing this this show Talking about once in in Mishpatim and the other time in parsha So the the it's 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 free. Okay, it's 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 free on on. on uh, well, we see both sides. Or one Regal, regal, law mufne regol" and regal are not needed because uh, the word "foot" talking about the avam is and uh, chalitza is needed uh, in its own context. So not. Extra, uh, and therefore uh, <coughs> it's not free uh, to do it. So on the one hand, it's free, and uh, for Ozen, Ozen, uh, but regal, regal, uh, it's not free, and it says, uh, and. Um, uh, because mufne amar pirka and if it's not free, uh, as we've seen, it has to be free. Uh, there's a machloket, and, and this is the opinion actually of Rabbi Lazar uh, is probably learned from here that uh, we see that uh, it has to be, uh, if it's free uh, only on one side, uh, then it can't be attacked on a on a logical basis. If it's attacked on a logical basis, I to say that there's a difference between uh, the um, the different. Um, uh, cases that we're talking about. If you can pick up on one of these uh, logical uh, differences, then you can refute the kalvachomer uh, according to Rabbi Lazar uh, And he says, so that's the question to uh, ask: If it's not free on both sides, uh, and it's only free on one side, what uh, what refutation could you bring to it? Uh, you could say the following logical refutation: eight it's free of Need to last, right? What you have uh, is that the Matura has got a whole extra part of his uh, process. You have to have cedar wood, you have to have uh, this, this hyssop branch, and you have to have a scarlet thread. Uh, and uh, you can kind of tie them all together and you burn them, uh, etc., with the bird, etc. And, and therefore, it's a whole procedure. Uh, and therefore, maybe Dafka there, you have to have a right foot. Uh, but uh, with Kalitza, which doesn't have all those extra actions, uh, you would say that that wouldn't be the case. Okay, next Mishnah. Chazah rekaka aval lo kara chalitza takashara. All right, so now we're going to move into the actual procedure of chalitza. And uh, if the Yavama takes off the shoe and she spits, okay, but she didn't read all the pesukim as we saw when we started this chapter. There are different pesukim that you have to read. Uh, you know, so should be done. Uh, you know, the, and this is you know what what uh, this is what should be done to the person who doesn't want to build up uh, his uh, the, the house of his brother, etc., etc. So. Uh, in all you know, if you if, if do or those took him, weren't read, uh, so uh, we have um, the chalitza taking off the shoe, and the spitting, uh, if you just do those without the reading, the accompanying verses, then uh, the chalitza is kosher. That is agreed to by everyone. tapsula. On the other hand, uh, even though she read the verses and she spat, uh, but she didn't actually remove the shoe, uh, uh, the chalitza in that instance is totally puzzle. So the chalitza is, is uh, uh, definitely ma'akev in this instance. Uh, you have to take off the shoe. If you don't take off the shoe, uh, the, 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 it doesn't start. Okay, uh, now there's a the makhluk, So those are really the... Uh, the two sides uh, that, that everyone agrees on, and we have a machloket about the, the the case in inverted commas in the middle. So what happens if she did the chalitza? She removed the shoe and she read the verses, uh, but she didn't spit. Uh, it says uh, Rabbi Yehuda says her chalitza is pasul, no good. Rabbi her chalitza is kosher. Right, the Mishnah continues uh, and says, "Amalei, uh, Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Elazar says to him, listen, uh, uh, This should be done. Right? That's the pasuk. This should be done to the uh, the man who doesn't build up his brother's house. Uh, Kordavash who anything that's in action.'" Needs to be done. Uh, and, uh, and surely, you know, um, uh, you know and, uh, spitting uh, is an action over here. Uh, and uh, it says, <laughs> You can't bring a proof from there uh, because continue with the pasuk. this should be done to the man. In other words, anything that's uh, done towards the man. Uh, in other words, taking off his shoe uh, to the man, it has to be to him as opposed to spitting, which is not. Uh, um, it might be uh, in front of the judges, which is near the man, but it's not uh, on the man or anything like that, uh, even though it's in front of him. Uh, so we say, that's Rabbi Kiva's view. He says, no, that, uh, it's not my archive. It's not uh, totally indispensable. All right, so the next part of the Mishnah, uh, we'll examine that um, in a bit, but a Gharesh uh, Nechlat, uh, the Gharesh that had Chalitza done to him, and we do this in the passive form because, you know, this is a, um, the way it should uh, you know, be said, and especially here with a Gharesh who's not of, of sound mind, we're talking here about a deaf mute, okay, a uh, and a Ghareshet that uh, Uh, Did uh, Chalitza, if you did Chalitza to a Katan, Chalitza Tapsula. In all of those cases, uh, the Chalitza is no good. We will examine uh, why that is. Uh, in the Gemara, she uh, tagdil. If, uh, if if uh, a, a young girl uh, did chalitza uh, she has to do Khalitsa again uh, when she becomes an adult. law uh, And if she didn't uh, do the second chalitza the first chalitza uh, is uh, pasal Okay, or uh, uh, and this is what we just quoted. Uh, if you did Khalitza in front of two or three, uh, and you find one of them uh, is related to uh, the other, or I suppose to the actual uh, person that's doing the Khalitza themselves, actually, uh, but it's not really, you know, we, we, we have that disqualification as well. But yeah, it seems to be just to each other. It just mentions Chaletzah, that is Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yochanana, Sandla, Rabbi that it is Again, we have that case where uh, one person did chalitza in prison between himself and uh, his Yevama and uh, the case came in front of Rabbi Akiva, and he said that it was fine. So what happens is you've, you've said that uh, reading the actual text. Uh, is not my cave, as we said, uh, we say, what, what if now an Elaim, uh, someone that is, is mute, that, that uh, can't speak, uh, if they did Khalitsa, uh, we say their Khalitza is good, because uh, you know, even they're meant to speak, but these people can't speak. Uh, they can do Khalitsa. The Gemara says, no, it's none um Mishnah says khairish shech nekhlat if uh, normally we say khairish uh, is a is a is a deaf mute okay and he did khalitsa min katan and if you do khalitsa with a katan uh, then khalitsa uh, the, the is pasul the khalitsa is pasul in that instance ma tama what is the reason uh, for that, it seems surely, love mishum kriya ninhu. So you know, maybe it's because they can't speak uh, that you have to do it. So uh, we see that uh, that it's no good uh, even Bidi And the Gemara says, lo mishum da ninhu. No, it's because they don't have uh, the mental capacity, uh, and and therefore what they what they do is not considered to be significant. Iyaki, um, if that is the case, ilain v'lemet nami. Uh, what about a, a, a person that is, is mute, that can't speak, and maybe you would also say that they don't have mental capacity uh, and no, we say So really uh, a person that can't speak uh, is, uh, that, that's mute uh, it, it, it's not that they don't have uh, the ability, they don't have intellectual capacity they do. The issue is though that uh, in the, the way the Gemara puts it, their mouth Hurts them. Okay, it means that they just can't speak. That's, uh, however, someone that is both deaf and mute. Uh, we we're saying he doesn't lack. He lacks uh, mental capacity. That's, uh, that, that in that instance, the says. But hold on, Avai, I'm reading the this, the this. Um, the scholars from the house of uh, Beit Yana say lefish uh, eno ba'amar vamata that karei can't ukelitz because it's, he has to say something, uh, she has to say something, and, uh, and therefore they can't speak. Ella it madarava. Uh, so, surely, what we're we talking about, I say for ETMA, So, so therefore, it's not because they, uh, it, it's because they can't speak that that's why we disqualify them, and uh, it's not because they, they don't have mental capacity. So, uh, so therefore, uh, we revise it, and we say. Uh, when, when Rava said uh, that uh, uh, the the is um, if the ilaim and the lemit did Khalitza, the the kalim is good uh, It's on the last part of the Mishnah. it was about um, uh, that? But uh, we you know if this. Uh, uh, if he was uh, totally, uh, if he did had, had kliṣa done to him, if he was uh, a deaf mute, or if uh, this deaf mute woman did kliṣa, or a woman did kliṣa on this katan, the kliṣa is invalid. So, uh, and uh, Amar Rava, Rava says about that, Hashta damat kriya m'akva, and it's about that that Rava says that uh, kriya uh, is um, is absolutely neṣolufi kachilam and Rava said it was that uh, that rabbi, uh made a comment on, uh, that uh, the, uh, the kalitza in this case uh, is psula. He changed his uh, opinion. He says, kalitza is pasul. Manitin, rabbi Zaira. And our Mishnah is like rabbi Zaira. Uh, and uh, because uh, rabbi Zaira has a famous uh, uh, statement, uh, and he says it really with regard to a mincha, and uh, mincha is obviously uh, a mixture of flour and oil, uh, and if you if there's a lot of uh, obviously there, there's a certain amount of oil uh, that gets added in, but um, uh, they, they they're not uh, you don't mix them right uh, you are meant to mix them but if you don't <coughs> mix them it seems to be fine however. Uh, if you make, put too much in, um, Rabbi Rabizera, Zaira's famous comment is, uh, anything that is, is fit to be mixed, you've got the flour, you've got the oil, uh, and you could mix it, but you don't mix it, uh, then uh, it's, uh, it's not ma'akev, it's not indispensable. Uh, even if you don't mix it, it's fine. However, of uh, course, anything that is unable to be mixed, i.e. if you have... The, the maximum is 60 isaron in a, in a vessel uh, to which you add flour. If you have 61 uh, in, a, uh, in the vessel, what you have to do is come and split it up into two vessels uh, and have one of 60 and then another one of one and in that instance because uh, what's going to be in that situation, there's going to be too much flour and it's going to outweigh all the oil. And therefore, uh, you are you're not going to be able to do it. So you have to split it up amongst uh, two different vessels. So therefore, uh, if you, uh, you know, if if something uh, could be done, but you don't do it, sometimes it's fine. But if you can't do it, uh, and it's impossible to do it, uh, and uh, like in this case of uh, the verses, you know, even though uh, we say it's not maakev, okay, if a person could. Uh, speak the verses, but he doesn't speak the verses. Uh, It is uh, not essential. However, if someone can't speak, uh, someone that's unable to speak, uh, and he, uh, you know, obviously because in that situation there's no way he could recite the verses, so then we actually say uh, the chalitza uh, is no good in that instance. Alright, Shal um, uh, Shmuel, they, they sent the following from Eretz Shal to the father of Shmuel, Yavama, Shirachaka, Tachlot. What happens if a, uh, if a Yama, Yavama spits uh, before the ceremony? It would, it would appear she spits at one of the brothers um, in the court. Uh, so what happens is uh, she has to do Khalitsa. That is enough. It's not a good by itself. Uh, uh, She still has to continue and do khalits. In other words, what it means, she cannot do yibom. And Michal, uh, Dipsula, Le'Veachin. So, you know, the spitting didn't allow her to, you know, didn't perform a good chalitza. Uh, that's not part of the chalitza process. As we said, it's essential that you have to have some, some action with a shoe. Uh, the issue is that she can't uh, do any more yibum uh, anymore because once she spats, it's like the beginning of the process. Uh, the Gemara says, "Money. Uh, who does this guy like?" Uh, it says, "Ilam Rabbi If you say it's like Rabbi Akiva, you said that uh, that spitting is not required. Uh, even b'di'evid, mama mamakon mitzvah, nidikelamayma mididava. So in a case where there is a mitzvah of chalitza uh, and she, she could do chalitza and she's she able to do chalitza and then and, and spit thereafter you would say uh, spitting is like the emurim the emurim are the parts of an offering that get burned on the altar he uh, says like where they're they not around uh, in other words they become Lost or tame, uh, it says they are not ma'akeh. <coughs> all right, v'ki etnu ma'akeh. But when they are there, um, you know, so even though we say, listen, you have sprinkled the blood, uh, but then <coughs> you can't, uh, you know, can't burn them. Uh, any, I mean, you can't eat them anymore. The, the amarim get burned, so you can't burn them anymore because they get lost or tame. Uh, still, you are allowed to be, you eat eat the meat because the you know, the, the, the parts aren't there anymore. However, uh, when they are there, um, so you can't say, listen, we're not, we sprinkle the blood, uh, what you have to do is burn their murim. If they are there, and they are fine, uh, you have to burn it. Okay? And uh, you're not allowed to eat uh, the rest of the meat until the part gets burned on the altar. So, um, and, and on that, so really what you would say, the splitting of Vama, uh, even though, it's not uh, required, you know, it's not my cave totally. Uh, so long as she's around, you would, you would say that uh, she, has to, she has to split. Uh, but Rabbi Akiva says... That spitting is not ma'akev even in such a case and uh you know all that all that's required is taking off the shoe so uh you know so surely uh, if he says that it's such a minor aspect of the whole procedure uh would, would spitting alone uh disqualify her from all the brothers Ella, so therefore maybe you would say it's like rabbi Laza, who argues with rabbi Akiva and said that that spitting is uh, needed and it's an essential part of it uh, with the taking off of the shoe and he says, listen, uh, she has to spit, you might have think that uh, s- you know, spitting is important to him, it says, but we also have a problem, hi uh, but this is uh, you know, if, if, if this is two uh, factors that are permitting, uh, two permitting factors that has to be done to fulfill an obligation okay, and um, you know, spitting and taking off the shoe. And once, uh, you know, and when it comes to offerings again, uh, that we have the uh, same kind of idea, uh, when there are two permitting factors that are indispensable for an offering, okay, uh, you can't uh, say one is more important and, uh, and uh, you know, subsumes the other, right? Uh, yeah, they both have to be done. So if Rabbi Lazar holds a uh, kalitza and spitting, uh, taking off the shoe uh, and spitting of both are um, cave and she, if she only does one of them like splitting, it's only one of two so you'd have to do the other one okay and uh, without uh, and, and, and therefore you would say listen it's got no effect and therefore in theory she could do yibum if she still want to the spitting is meaningless um, as we're going to see uh, the, the proof of that in a second so therefore we say it goes like rebbe so what happens is uh, you've got one of two uh, permitting factors uh, it can make a change in the status without the other one. So the lambs um, of Atzeret, i.e. Shavuot, uh, they, they make the, the loaves because what you have to do is bring the two loaves on Shavuot uh, lechem proper full chameit uh, lechem and you have to wave them with the lambs now uh, both of them are part of uh, they're, they're both essential right the lambs and the, and the, and the breads that come with them uh, and the question is uh, that um The shefting of the lambs uh, makes the bread holy. If you shefted the lambs for their their own sake, properly, as lambs for Shabbat, and then the zhukah, the the sprinkling of the blood, was done not for its own sake. Uh, The loaves are holy. Uh, in that, that instance, uh, sorry, uh, the, both of them done lishman, kadash uh, alechem, the lechem is holy. So you did both for its own sake, the lechem uh, is holy. So what happens I mean if you the them, uh, the lamb's not for their own sake, and you sprinkle the blood uh, for its own sake, lo kadash uh, alechem, the lechem is not holy uh, in, that, in that case because you never, spr- you never sprinkle the blood uh, properly okay uh, they were not not properly done so what you know two things and you only need one properly shaqatan is man daman shulo is if you checked them correctly <coughs> and then you threw their blood uh, not correctly kadosh vino <speaking> kadosh <in> diverebi and uh, uh, Rebbe says, you know, they, they're like holy and not holy. In other words, they're holy to the extent that they cannot be redeemed, but they're not uh, properly uh, fulfilled until the, you know, they can't be done. So that's what Rebbe says. And surely he would say him the same thing. Uh, even though you have to do two things, spitting and taking off the shoe, uh, if you just did the spitting, it like knocks you out so that you can't uh, go back on it. However, Rabbi Lazzar, Rabbi Shimon Omer, he says, Olam, Ayno Kadosh, Kot Lishman, uh, Deman, Lishman, he says, uh, you know, Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Shimon, says, no, you have to do both of them as well. All right, anyway, so uh, that, that was just finishing off that last bit, but the proof was, uh, like Rabbi, uh, if you only did one of the two things, uh, the loaves are, you know, holy and not holy. The same thing with Khalitza. Uh, with if you just spat, uh, it's enough to knock you out for yibum. Okay, everyone should have a great day.